Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Our Constitution is under assault. At its core, our system of government was designed with the idea that the government that governs least governs best. The United States of America changed the course of humanity with the implementation of the notion that the essence of freedom is the proper limitation of government. We were once a nation that featured vast oceans of personal freedom with just the occasional flotsam of government intrusions. But now our nation has become a vast ocean of government control with just the occasional flotsam of personal freedom to cling on to. This sea change did not just happen by chance. It has all the hallmarks of intentional design. Of course, this begs the question, how did this happen and who is responsible? As a former trial lawyer and former prosecutor, I learned that admissions from criminals following the money and following associations of persons and entities are the key factors or holy trinity of investigative work. So let's get to the heart of the matter and name some names. But before I name names, let me make this critical point. When you seek to destroy a powerful monster, aim for the head of the beast. If you are constantly hacking and hewing at its tentacles and never strike at the head of the beast, you will wear yourself out and do little in the way of real damage. Modern day examples of tentacles include the United Nations, the Federal Reserve, illegal immigration, fake news, and much, much more. This is not to say that these issues are not important, but they are not the head of the beast, and this concept must be understood. For even if a tentacle is successfully lopped off, a new one will surely grow in its place if we do not strike for the head. The head of the beast is headquartered at the Pratt House in New York City, and it's called the Council on Foreign Relations. Its main source of communication to its loyal soldiers is a journal called Foreign Affairs. To fully appreciate how the CFR works, I will quote from William Jasper, one of the most accomplished investigative journalists of the past hundred years. Quote, the CFR's members and minions have provided the leadership for the devastating programs and policies that are now dangerously close to extinguishing freedom as we know it and terminating our constitutional republic. They are, for example, the main promoters of and cheerleaders for open borders, unsustainable spending and taxing, foreign aid, LGBTQ diversity, racial polarization and discord, election thievery, gun confiscation, feminization and politicization of our military, fanatical environmentalism, global warming hysteria, COVID panic and medical dictatorship, Trump derangement syndrome, fake news, big tech censorship, oppressive regulation, trade policies that are outsourcing our industry and technology, communistic cancel culture, federal usurpation of state and local authority, indoctrination of our children and youth in immorality and Marxist ideology, and that's just to get started. I referenced the Holy Trinity of investigation up above, so let's apply them to the CFR specifically. First, let's see what they have to say about their organization. And for that, I will turn to David Rockefeller, billionaire and longtime chairman of the board of directors for the CFR. 
quote, some even believe we are part of a secret cabal working against the best interest of the United States and of conspiring with others around the world to build a more integrated global political and economic structure. One world, if you will. If that's the charge, I stand guilty and I'm proud of it, end quote. Now, let's follow the money. Major money players at the CFR include Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Brookings Institute, Carnegie Endowment, the Century Foundation, just to name a few. The CFR's corporate members are a who's who of woke companies. Facebook, Google, PepsiCo, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, and many more. Now let's follow the associations. John J. McCloy, who served as chairman of the CFR from 1953 to 1970, was an advisor to nine U.S. presidents and was known as, quote, the chairman of the establishment. In an interview with the New York Times, he recounted how he filled the top government co posts with CFR members. Quote, whenever we needed a man, we thumbed through the role of the council members and put through a call to New York. Now, to fully appreciate how the CFR operates, read the book The Politician by Robert Welch. Don't just know your constitution. Live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information, and please share this with others.